A Russian ballerina stopping on a bureaucrat. A perky suburban housewife who just got into scats. It's whimsically volatile. I don't hear myself. I, I, no, I do, darling. I certainly hear myself. Ah, uh, yes, darling. Yeah, there we go, darling. Okay. Okay, good. Yes, you speak very clearly so the commoners can understand what you're saying. Yes, darling. Yes. This is a message for all the commoners out there. Are you common? Are you creative, ominous, mordant, morbid, onerous, and neutered? Yes, yes. <laughs> That about sums us all up. I Do believe. you love to spell words? Yeah, you're very good at that. Thank uh, you. Acronym. I'm, you're an acronym I'm uh, an machine. I'm an acro. I'm the acronymicon. <gasps> oh. Oh, come on. Do you like that? Acronymicon. The ac- Wait. Um, Kensington Wilfordshire Theatre presents <laughs> the complex multi-talents, multi-talents of the acronymicon. Acronymicon. Yes. And when we say acronymicon, darling, of course. We spell it A. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute so, creative. Yeah. Um, a, a rambunctious. Um, reductive. Oh, what? Oh, uh, reductive. <laughs> oh, a little bit of Madge put in there. Yes, a little, little touch of Madge. A little touch very of... inspiring. And I think, yes. you know, she, she should influence every aspect of your life. <laughs> well, do you know that the Madonna, like, truthfully speaking, mm-hmm. the Madonna influences every aspect of my life really how yes. so the madonna or just madonna well both okay uh, no, no seriously so i'm ready to hear serious okay so seriousness so this is volatile okay um i want to do two poems yes. to start us off this week sure or this day whatever the day it is is sure. it thursday is it tuesday who the hell knows who, who knows cares? spiritually it's whatever day you want it to be every day for me is good friday ah. and every day for you is wonderful sunday ah. yeah so um I'm I'm his girl Friday. You're my gal Sunday. Okay, is that okay? Sure, absolutely. Because you're all about resurrection. Ah, uh, yes. And I'm all about crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's whimsically, and that's vol- you know that's whimsical. Crucifixion is very whimsical these days. It kind of is. It's yeah. a bigger speech. Yeah, but but resurrection is incredibly volatile mm. because that which rises from the ashes takes its just desserts. <laughs> Very true in the Twitter sphere. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I want to start off. Um, I want to start off with two poems. Mm-hmm. One is a sacred poem. Mm-hmm. The other is a profane. Ah. Okay. So one you might know. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, benedicta. Oh shit! I fucked it up already. Hold on. Let me try it again. Okay. <laughs> so Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, mm-hmm. benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. Do you know what that was? Uh, well, I the know Hail that, Mary. Oh, I did not know that. Ave the Hail Maria, Mary. I'm familiar with, but I know the song. So, yeah. Ave oh, yeah. Maria. my favorite part: Ora pro nobis peccatoribus. Now, what's that mean? Pray for our sins. Oh, that's nice. Nunc, now, uh-huh. and in the hour of our death, et in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. So is that Latin? That is sure as hell Latin. Straight up Latin. Straight up Latin. That's the king's Latin. Ah, that's yeah. The, that's the good stuff. That's il papa. Ah. That's il papa. The pope's Latin. Um, And so, and, and, and whimsical is mm. funny because in Latin, the V is a wuss sound. So if I say timeo baculum willicky, mm-hmm. that means I'm afraid of the overseer's stick. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The, the Yanatoris, the, the janitor, uh, to back, way back then, he had a stick, girl. So people were afraid of the janitor. Oh, they sure were. But they were, they were afraid of his baculum. 
What's his baculum? His stick. Oh, I see. I see. All comes back to the stick. His baculus. Doesn't it always come back to the stick? I think it always does. Mm. Oh, um, who who say who is the, who is the JW man that said speak speak? What did he say? Uh, John Wayne said what? Um, uh, what, speak oh, softly. Speak carry, so- carry a big stick. Carry a big was that stick. John Wayne? I, I guess think, so. I believe that was. that works with John Wayne. Anyway, it does, the, le- yeah. the legend of Big Leggy. Well, JW. Isn't that oh JC? Sorry, I was oh, thinking J- Jesus Christ. Right, right. I, it's easy to confuse the two. Isn't yeah. It? <clears throat> okay, so the more profane, I wouldn't. I would call it sacred to myself, though. It's a Russian poem. Uh huh. You know, it's by Anna Akhmatova. I said Akhmatova, but that's not really it. It's Akhmatova. Mm-hmm. The X sound in Russian is the is is almost like it's somewhere between the the um the English H mm-hmm. and the German CH. Oh, okay. It's not quite a Lachayim. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's more of like a Ahmat. See, I'm not really doing it correctly. It's Ahmatova. But you're doing a decent approximation. I'm doing a decent yeah. approximation because I am, of course, a linguist. Yes. Okay, so here we go. I'll, I'll do it very quickly because the listeners at home, if they're not Russian, they will not understand, but I'll provide a translation right after the fact. That's fair. Here we go. Okay. Um, isn't that pretty? It's very uh, pretty lilting. Well, what's the translation? Well, it's called последний toast, the last toast. Oh, okay. I, I thought I was going to guess basil toast. Which... <laughs> <laughs> you dastardly criminal. Uh, well, we just had Thai food, so maybe I'm in that we mindset still. We did enjoy extremely delicious Thai food. Delicioso, yes. Muy delicioso. Oh. Muy peligroso. Okay, so um, it means The Last Toast by Anna Akhmatova, who mm-hmm. is one of the acmeist poets of the 20th century in Russia. What's acmeist? I don't know, but uh, we'll look it up later. <laughs> and uh, so she, uh, she said, uh, this is The Last Toast. I drink to our ruined house. Huh. To the pain of my life, to our loneliness together. Mm. Okay. So it's kind of uh, not resigned, but it's uh, appreciative of the little ups and downs in life. I would say certainly so. In fact, she was a ver- she was a very dark soul, mm. but the Russian soul always has two feces. <laughs> of course. Yes. Just like the mirror has two feces. Exactly. Yeah. And what was once dark in the 50s comes back in the 90s. In a different tone. Just like um, apparel. It yes. always comes back. It does, it, oh, it always comes back. And head to toe hmm. black. Ah. Never goes out of style. That's true. Yes. But anyways. Head to toe teal I digest. does go in another style though. What does? Teal. Head to toe teal. It's head to toe teal and head to toe orange. Mm, head orange. to toe orange does dips in and out quite uh, frequently. Quick dips. Well, quick, yeah. Quick dips and long strays. Do you remember the mustard color that was big with the gap at some point in the 90s? No. They had this whole strange range of colors, which... There was like a mustard thing. There was a lot of mustard turtlenecks around. It was a very mustard odd time. Mustard turtlenecks? Yeah, mustard turtlenecks. I'm trying to remember what era that was. So it was sometime in the 90s. It was not a great time for looks. 90s was a colorful time. Yeah. And the 90s was a neon time. And neon is a hard wheelhouse to throw yourself into i do enjoy the neon looks of the 80s the fluorescence and all oh that. no i'm thinking fluorescence you're oh, right okay yeah yeah fluorescence was 80s late 80s and ni- into 90s or? well yeah there was that spillover between because okay. decades don't really start when they start right they sure don't thank yeah. you for that yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking kelly kapowski uh, who's kelly kapowski she was in um that's tiffany amber Thiessen and say by the bell oh all right and by the way the noise you're hearing in the background is our personal landscaper yes darling so when you do a 
podcast, yes. you have to do it on an estate. Of course, darling. It's uh, simply. I, would you is, now, Craig? Is that is that is that, is that the Zamboni or is that is that the is that the lawnmower man? No, it's quite interesting you bring that up. I think the Zamboni is just finishing its rounds, and then the yes. landscaper is doing his first sort of little brush up of the uh, of the shrubs and the other you know unmentionables. Well, that's all well and good, darling. But I want to go in the ice right now. Well, I know. Like, as I said, the Zamboni, I think, has finished his rounds, <laughs> and if not, we'll have him fired, darling. Okay, yes. Fire him at once. So <laughs> when I say at once, I say at once. Yes, well, anyone with any kind of up- upbringing would. Yes. The blood runs blue, Craig, don't you forget. That's right, don't let them see your bleed. <laughs> but wait, let me digress back. Mm. So, to lying lips uh-huh. that have betrayed us, ah. to dead, cold, pitiless eyes, mm-hmm. and to the fact, oh, into the harsh realities number one that the world is brutal and coarse Mm -hmm. and to the fact that god has not saved us Hmm. and toasting to that yeah so chin chin darling how about it yes yes cheers clinky 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 Um, i'm gonna order i'm gonna order yeah i'm gonna (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to order myself a order nice the servants to open yeah. you up some here more of that d- delicious beverage. Oh, darling, please come here. Oh, thank you, Alfred. Oh, oh that's delicious. What now, is that? Last is that week, a bit of the grenadine in there? Oh, yes, yeah, that's what makes it special. Shirley though. Temple. That's right. <laughs> Can Shirley Temple is the latest rage. <laughs> I love speaking like this with you. I, I, I'm enjoying it myself. You have, yeah. Well, your voice is like... Literally, I can't believe it's not butter. Oh, well, You're thank the you. Fabio of radio hosts. Ooh, I like that. We're not on the radio per se. Well, but close enough. But your voice is like the Fabio of radio hosts. Oh, voices. I appreciate that. Can I tell you that I've been working on my straight man voice? Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Excuse me, lady. <laughs> I'd like to politely encourage you to be aware of the following facts <laughs> that I couldn't help but notice your very ample and delightfully looking bosoms perched preciously in that brassiere and by the way may i also ask if it's not too much trouble did you purchase that brassiere at bloomingdale's that sounds very passable is that really good i think that's great i think you could walk up to any lady and they would be like oh well hello mr straight man yes darling and then i also want to say this to the the, excuse me woman i just (laughs) want to know no hold on (laughs) let me try that again um I, it's hard though. It's no, hard. sure, yeah, yeah. It's because it's hard to really tap into my extremely virile masculinity. <laughs> it's it's a that's never not ending. true. <laughs> that's not true. Didn't you tap into some of that this last weekend? Ah, hold. You need to hold on. All right, I'm just you need I'm to hold champing you're getting, at the you're, you're chomping at my bits and wiggles and bits and kibbles. Okay, so hold on, woman. <laughs> I would like to politely encourage you to be aware of the following fact: I have your safety and health at heart. Oh, well, Is that's, that good? That's pretty good. That's okay. pretty good. Okay. Do you think it's hey, uh, hey woman or hey lady? You think woman's better? Um, if you're gonna do it, hey woman, I think. Okay, good. So, um, hey I, lady, I hey don't lady. know. It's sort of uh, not hey. seems a. Uh, Derisory for some reason. It's a little unsavory, I, I yeah. don't you think. Because why would I assume that a woman is a lady? Well, that's true. Because the, the lady, lady could, could be, be a tramp. tramp. Oh, oh, oh. The right stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I noticed you have a crystalline candle on the on the uh, on the tabla that yes. says hope. Well, yes, that was actually given to me, darling. Oh, darling, yes. who gave it to you? My friend Kieran lives across the hall. <laughs> In the estate, of course, yes. Thank you. Uh, yes, he gave that to me because he noticed I have a fondness for actually a kind of candle that I'm having trouble finding lately. Bergamot blossom. Bergamot, yeah. like Earl Grey. Yes, indeed. It's a delightful candle. You can find it at all fine targets, except 
They only seem to have the three ounce variety available at the moment, and they were clear out of it the last time I was there. So could you find it at Yankee Candle? Uh, perhaps. I have not explored Yankee Candle. It's Yankee. Yeah, no, exactly. Not the pedestrian Yankee Candle. Oh, Yankee. We, we don't say Yankee. No. We would say Yankee. 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 Yeah. Well, I want to teach you a Russian word. Okay, what's that? The word of the day is hope. Uh-huh, okay. And you say there's three syllables. Nad. Nad. Yizh. Yizh. Da. Da. Nadyezhda. Nadyezhda. Perfect. Ah. Nadyezhda. Nadyezhda. And you say, and so Nadyezhda Mandelstam was a uh, a poet and a writer, and she wrote an autobiography called Hope Against Hope huh. in the 20th century, and she was fabulous. That's good. Using the name is part of the title. Hope Against Hope. It's yeah. fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Nadyezhda. We say Nadia. That's her uh, That's her nickname. Nadia. Oh, I see. Nadia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, How do you say hope again? Just give it to me one more time. Nadiyajda. 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 Okay. So um, I also want to teach you one more thing. Sure. Ow! <laughs> have you ever Have you ever looked in the mirror and said, ow? Uh, no, sometimes I just go, ooh. Ooh. How could it be so smooth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had sex. Wait, okay. I not to get off track, but I I would like to let the I would like to let the listeners at home know the following three things. Number mm-hmm. one, that I'm a fag. I'm fun and generous. Mm-hmm. Number two, that I'm a dyke. I'm distinguished, intelligent, knowledgeable expert of myself. Yes. Number three, tag your it. Talented and gifted, innovative and technical. That's you, Craig. Why? Oh, I'm uh, I'm rendered almost speechless. Not quite speechless, but. <laughs> That's uh, pretty that damn is close. Pretty damn close, woman. Woman, lady, woman. I'm, hey, I'm Craig, speechless right do now. Do you think woman. we could go out and palpate some bony landmarks tomorrow? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was trying to do that. That's the, the yeah. man we've been looking for, Look, darling. Yes, darling, keep that up, and you'll have the ladies falling off your arms in no time at all. That's right. They'll darling. be dripping off you like jewelry. Dribbling and dribbling and drooling and dribbling. <laughs> la 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 la. So um, sex. Sex. I love S-E-X. Hmm. Sensual explorations of exquisite feelings. I need to have a gong sound effect, I think, after that. Yeah. Your country breakfast is ready. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say I am not going to air out my dirty laundry, although I have no shame. Sure. I have no shame. I also have no fear. But we're going to talk about shame and fear a little later. Yeah, because we talked about hope. We talked about hope. Now we're going to talk about shame and fear. Let's talk about shame. I have none. Moving on. How about (laughs) fear? None. Moving on. Let's talk about sex. (laughs) You're having some. I'm having some sex, darling. It's good because the last time we talked, you were in the tail end of a dry spell. Tail end of a dry spell. And to be honest, looking back, I was a little bit angry. Mm. I was a little bit angry because um, my head is clearing up mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm being truthful and sincere right now. Yeah. I realize that, that, that we shift tones a lot in this mm. podcast mm. and that's a lot for people to handle. We also, we switch subjects. We switch subjects on a dime. That's true. But- People, you know, follow along or don't follow along. I literally don't give a fuck. <laughs> but what I do give a fuck about is happiness. Yeah. I really do. And I am an extremely, I'm not an extremely happy person, it turns out, but I'm an extremely bright person. Yes. However, when I put down all the the substances that I was shoveling into my gullet, yeah, um, I realized that there was, um, well, there was some anger in there. Mm-hmm. And then there was also a little bit of darkness. What was the net effect on those feelings, on those emotions? Would it enhance or highlight the negative stuff and stuff down the happiness, or would it just sort of flatten everything? It Say that one more time. I'm so sorry. And maybe it's too uh, lugubrious of no, a no, question. No, 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 no. It's not lugubrious. I was just distracted by my phone. Um, what? So 
Uh, say it again. So your head is clearing up and you're feeling more of the spectrum of emotions. Yes. Yes. Which is good. I mean, you know, we all have to feel up and down. Yeah. I I think that it's, it's, it's less of a spectrum of emotion and more of a volatile swirl or a maelstrom of energetic flow. Okay. That makes sense. So, and, and we're going to have, um, we're going to have an expert on energetic flow Mm -hmm. on the show very soon. And that's, um, I hope she comes to talk to us. That's Kate O'Donnell. She's a yoga master, but um, I'm no stranger to the yoga. Yeah. And the yoga is all about energetic flow. Okay. So the the body, though, is a vessel for energetic flow. Mm-hmm. And the insides of your body, uh, what I found is that like anger is an energy. Sure. Uh, hate is a vibration. Okay. Anger is an energy. Hate is a vibration, though. So what's the difference between that? Well, you have hate is a vibration that's ruled by fear. Ah, okay. Right. And it's this... uh, 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 uh. It's a frenetic, but it's a low vibrational tone. Mm. It's not very productive. Well, I'm going to fight you on that one. Ah. Pun intended. Ah. Ah. Because hate propels. I see. Yeah. It propels, it boosts, it thwacks, mm-hmm. it thwarps, mm-hmm. it sort of warps, it distends, and it ricochets. But also hate boomerangs. Oh, that's true. Hate is a boomerang. You know, and too easy, like they say in Australia. Um, when you're shown a lot in domestic violence, um, it's when you boomerang an energy out there, when, when you... When you push hate into the atmosphere, guess mm. what happens? Comes right back at you. It comes right back at you because the the it's a metaphor. The fallacy of that, of the fallacy of karma, is that, well, in a real sense, when you put hate out into the atmosphere, you get in trouble, darling. Mm. But when you put hate, when you experience and nurture the seeds of hate, guess what happens? Vines grow in your brain. Right. This, so there's this I'm I'm really fond of this the this the following expression which is incredibly wise. It's that resentment and mali- and um malicious thoughts and revenge. Mm-hmm. It's like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Ah, yes. Isn't that fabulous? It is good. But that's true. It is. It, it and it's also tied into the thing of what you put out into the universe yeah. comes back at you yeah. and uh, what you focus on is what you will What you focus on is what you are. Yeah. What you focus on is what you are. So I, when I went to rehab, I had to sort of, um, I had to locate and identify and then sort of try to manage these different voices in my head. Mm -hmm. One of them was this one. Hey, Craig, I see what you're wearing. (laughs) And guess what? I don't like it. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. But I was talking to myself. Sure. And it was, I call it Hannibal Lecturn. Because he's at a podium. And he's reading, darling. Yes. He's reading yes. The, the he's reading the crowd, the riot act. Mm-hmm. So I had to get it out. I played, I circled the basketball hoop mm-hmm. and I said, why so bored? Instead of why so serious? Uh-huh. Because I was just bored in rehab. Sure. I loved the gentlemen in rehab. Yeah. Oh my God. I loved them. I, and I'm telling you, I didn't fuck them. Well, of course. Unfortunately. Well, let's not say of course, darling. Well, because, because I wanted to say, you know, I wanted to imply that you were... Uh, chased. Well, chased and also... Well-behaved. Uh, that 
and uh, adhering to all the rules of a rehab because and that's a big you know what? no-no. Yes, I fucking was. Thank you very much, Barbara. Please bring me the facts because yes, <laughs> I was. I, I was. I took it very seriously. I paid quite a bit of money to go there voluntarily. Mm-hmm. To, by the way, Surprise, which I forgot was the town that it was located in. Surpresa. Surprise. Surprise. Um, yeah, it was in Surprise, Arizona. And uh, we went scorpion hunting. Mm-hmm. But you love the people there. So that, so that could be a challenge, right? When people go to a, a facility like that, you're in such a raw emotional state. If you're having trouble connecting with people. Yeah, you have to do it. And with no phone. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. The the hiatus from social media and from the Internet in general. Right. Was the most shocking twist of fate. Uh huh. It was almost like I went there for um for stimulant addiction. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I heard the words in my head from season seven. Have you ever considered that you're addicted to anxiety? Oh, right. And guess what, bitches? Rue was right. I love fear. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, what happened with my nervous system is that it was blown out and I had a cardiac event. You, yes. know, you can call it a broken heart. I prefer not to. Sure. Because to me, it was a cardiac event. It's a more clinical, yeah. less, well, it's less emotional. Well, term. it was a stress heart attack. It was a stress okay. heart event. Sure. I have high blood pressure. I have a familial tremor now. Uh-huh. Or I had I had a familial tremor, but, um, but I have... Uh, I used to treat my anxiety, my performance anxiety with um, speed. Uh, yeah. Because I have a need for <laughs> speed. I'm Keanu Reeves. Did you know that? No, you know, I didn't know that, but you did look familiar for so long. Well, and thank I was you trying, so much. Yeah. Are you Sandy Bullock? Uh, sometimes, usually on weekends, occasionally on Tuesdays. Is there a bomb on the bus or in my butt? Oof. Uh, well, we'll find out later, I guess. Okay, stay tuned. So I was addicted to anxiety and I am not afraid of fear. Mm-hmm. Because like the Borg Queen, or 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 I, th- in Star Trek, I think they said resistance is futile, and um, the only thing that you have to fear is fear itself. Mm-hmm. But the medium is also the message. So this is a circular argument that's going nowhere. However, <laughs> well, wait. So, but when you say you're addicted to fear and anxiety, is that because? Well, my thought on that always is that when I lapse into anxiety, it's a way to keep yourself busy. And not think about other things. Oh, see, that doesn't make any sense to me. Really? No. Okay. I'm, that's that's so, what I was asking. So I was curious oh, as to what it was. I just love feeling afraid. Oh, uh, okay. I'm addicted to the jolt. I love to chase fear. Well, is this like, so Warren Zevon has this song about, um, I think it's about substance abuse, but the, one of the lines is, I'd rather feel bad than not feel anything at all. Does oh, that totally. have anything to do with it? I think so, but I'm a feeler. Mm. So I feel so when you took when I took the substances away, I was like, why is no one ready? <laughs> I was like, where is everybody? Uh-huh. I want stimulation now. Yeah. You like Carrie Fisher talked about instant gratification takes way too long <laughs> you know yeah. and i'm a quick mover yeah so i would i would bounce and bounce and bounce in the trampoline and then i'd go play basketball then i'd go learn golf and then i would go i read the spanish dictionary i read uh, the 20 treasures of the russian icon museum i read this i read that da, 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 da. i read the mother black hollywood um and uh so there is uh there's just lots of stuff going on but when you take away the internet what happens is your brain has to recalibrate mm, the yeah. the patterned grooves in your in the the mental processes have to restructure so all these habits all these mm-hmm. things and so what i have what i developed doing was uh, a really crude and unsophisticated method of self hypnotizing interesting yeah. how did you do that 
One, two, three. It's a deep breath, but it's a it's a sharp breath. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're having an inhaler. Okay. Um, it's not a. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's not that. But it's um. It's like a. You do a click, a guttural pop. Yeah. And then a. Almost like you're taking a drag of something, but sure. it's just good old fashioned clean earth air. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I came back to life. Okay. It was almost like a witch's spell on myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm trying, I was looking around and I noticed that after, um, after many days, the hummingbirds would come for me. <laughs> they would come for you. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Yeah. There was a hummingbird fight in between my legs. Uh-huh. I'm totally, I'm not joking. No, I'm, I'm not doubting. And, and so I realized that this is now my spirit animal. I see. Yeah, yeah. So I would hum and I would like, I vibrate at a really high energy. Yeah. So, and those motherfuckers do too. But when you were focusing on the anger stuff, you would never see them. No, I would just be in the dark alone doing this voice. Her. Like, hey, Senator, love <laughs> the suit. <laughs> Did my Hannibal Lecter voice, which I think I technically stole from Sharon Needles. Well, sort of, kind of, mm-hmm. definitely, kind of, sort of. Well, you definitely, kind of, sort of. Give credit where credit. Well, yeah, Sharon Needles is one of my favorite drag queens. Uh-huh. Sharon, Sharon Needles of season four, RuPaul's Drag Race fame, of course. Yes, of course. About, yes, because of there are many course. Sharon Needles. Oh, there are because sharing is caring. That's right. And needles That's are needles. True. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, Craig, I want to ask you a question. Sure. Do you think I'm beautiful? Of course, I do. How would you describe my beard? Um, very masculine. Thank you. Yes. Hold on. Thank you, Craig. Yes. I just want you to know that I grew this beard myself. There's no assistance from anyone else. Or no any... assistance at all. In fact, my name is Guy Manley, <laughs> and I'm here to tell you that my partner in crime's name is Harry Strong. And together, we are men, and we mean business. There was a guitarist, a metal guitarist in the 80s called Guy Man Dude. Shh. Okay, shut. <laughs> You're lying. You're a liar and a lecherous cretin. It's a very true statement. It's a very You're true statement. You're a liar Look and a up, lecherous listeners. cretin. Yeah. I would like to play the game Two Truths and a Lie. Okay. Okay, number one. I can't think of anything. Let's move on. That's a relief because I couldn't think of anything okay, either. I, I don't like to lie. Yeah. Because I find, because I'm so versed in the, in the English language that I can twist and turn anything into the truth. Well, it's a bit of a spin. Uh, well, I'm a spin thing. doctor and I'm also a flip flopper. Ah. I and, do, and quite a rhymer as well. Right, right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, anybody out there can. Uh, yes. Round of applause. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, yes. fish and chips, darling. So, long story short, too late. Um, one by one, they all arrived. I, I feel like um, I'm happy today. Hmm. Yeah, your energy is very up. Yeah, and, I'm up, but I'm also a little bit. I'm trying. I'm trying to locate my chill. Okay. Because I have no chill. Yeah, you have trouble with that. You have trouble just sort of calming down. Oh, I cannot calm down. Yeah. And I'm not interested in taking prescription drugs, darling. Is calming down all that necessary? Well, when you have an excess of energetic flow, absolutely it is. You have to, you have to coordinate and, um, you have to coordinate the energetic flow in your body. Otherwise you will be annoying. Gotcha. I see what you mean. Yeah. Or dangerous. That's true. To yourself and others. Yes. Uh, talk to your doctor if coordination of energetic flow is right for you. <laughs> um, but a, a lot of the ways we can do that is through physical discipline. Mm-hmm. D is not just a four-letter word. It's just one letter. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But so discipline yeah. 
is uh, probably my favorite word in the English language at this current time. Really? Now, when did it become your? Well, when um, when I heard the song "Feedback" by Janet Jackson. Okay, now I'm not that familiar with it. So okay, well, "Feedback" by Janet Jackson is off the album called "Discipline." Oh, okay. Well, and "discipline" go. comes from "discipulus" or "disciple" or "student" uh-huh. from the Latin. Yeah. And um, "hello, discipuli," which is "hello, students." To to be a disciple of something, to study it. Uh, I'm a disciple of many things, mm-hmm. and mostly energetic processes and uh, movement strategies like mm-hmm. karate do, uh-huh. like yoga, yeah, like gymnastica, sure, like um, all of which informs your stage performances. Yeah, and... but now I'm getting more seriously back into them, mm-hmm. which means that I'm interested in technique, function, form, and physiology. When well, all of the practices that you mentioned they you have to adhere uh, adhere again uh, yes, uh, oh, darling, to, uh, darling, uh, yes very strict disciplines well they're strict and i and dance because otherwise sorry because yeah, yeah. otherwise you don't achieve anything in the uh, it's like learning an instrument or learning how to program anything exactly there's no there's no payoff right but unfortunately and fortunately the medium is also the message mm-hmm. do or do not ah okay do or do not there yeah. is no try right you just do. And so when you have no shame in your game, that means that basketball is fun. And no fear in your rear. That means that anal sex is for you. <laughs> <laughs> no fear in your rear. That means you can back that ass up. That's right. With no hesitation. I do want to talk. I, now, I want to address some previous made comments by myself. Sure, please. But babies don't live. Yes. This is a joke. Of course. Okay. Th- but in yoga, we say, is a joke. Is that yoga speak? This yoga? is yoga speak. I also that's yoga speak too. That sounded yoga ish. Well, yeah. it's that's uh, Sri K. Patabi Joyce, the uh-huh. founder of Ashtanga Yoga. Oh, is wait, and, is he the guy that wait? What's the guy? The, well, he said you do, and this is not cultural appropriation. This is an imitation of a yoga master's accent. Uh-huh. Okay, he's a he's a modern yoga master. Um, he was a guru. And he is one of my favorite people in the world, although I've never, ever, 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 ever met him. This is not the guy who was profiled in 60 Minutes who was no! arrested for sexual no! misconduct. No, right. no, 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 Who is no. that? That could have been, I'm not, I'm not sure. It could have been John Friend of Anasana Yoga. I could have been anybody. He was a yoga master type. Like he had Bikram? created, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Ch- Bikram Chaduri or something like that. Yeah, well, here's the thing about a guru. Guru. One day, Guru Nam. So if a guru is a person that is a, a talented person. Yeah. And they're a teacher. Sure. And they have a lot of knowledge and they have a lot of energy. Right. And people are drawn to this energy because they want to know what to do. Right. Tell me what to do, Guru. They say, Guruji. Guruji, what do we do? They all listen to Guruji. Yeah. And he says, you do. And he says, practice all is coming. That's, he, Guruji, Patabi Joyce, the founder of Ashtanga Yoga, I am a amateur practicer i'm an amateur practitioner of ashtanga mm-hmm. yoga which okay. means that i do not do i've done my source style practice which is one it's a very disciplined daily practice in a very in, in early in the morning w- within a yoga community mm-hmm. um with no talking and it's just and it's it's not the type of yoga that many people are familiar with where it's like feel the space within your legs and you know raise your arms towards the heavens Mm -hmm. feel the light of the universe expand within your body now that's all well and good sure great but it's not for me um and for for ashtanga yoga people discipline 
and rigorous study is the key to physical transformation and also mental transformation sure. and spiritual transcendence. Uh -huh. Okay. And it's a combination of drishti, which means looking, eyesight, um, pranayama, which is breathing mm -hmm. and posture. Okay. And that means like, so you your body makes a shape. Yeah. Your breath is the container for that shape. Your breath, it like flies through the shape mm -hmm. and your eyes have a laser focus. Okay. Okay. And um, that's pretty much all it is. You're just making shapes of the body in order to provide a different shaped container mm -hmm. for the soul. Mm -hmm. And you do it every day, except you take a little bit of a break every once in a while. Yeah. Like on the moon, on the moon days, you get a full new moon. Um, moon days being full, full moon, new moon. Uh, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like twice a month or something like that, sure. or t four times. Well, I don't even know, but, um, it's, it's a great thing and, um, it's fun and it's flirty and it's wonderful and it's impressive and it's awesome. It's also very difficult. Well, yeah, that's why you have to uh, adhere to the... You have to adhere. Adhesion. Adhesion. Adhesion to the rigorous curricula. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, discipline is not just required in Ashtanga Yoga. Discipline is required for excellence in any... Anything. Anything. Yeah. You want to be good at something? You better get that discipline. Yeah. How do you get that discipline, Craig? Well, I think you have to listen to your inner thoughts about when you think you know i should be doing this and if you're thinking oh you know i should go back and make sure that that edit is right or i should make sure that the levels are i'm, I'm talking about just now audio sure. stuff i guess yeah or i should make sure that the I, i'll watch that again and make sure that all the joins in this if it's a visual thing are okay and there's no jumps or anything like that it's that feeling of i better make sure that's yes. that's what i think of it as well it's combing the sand yeah yeah and being obsessive about detail but not not in a I would just I would change that word though. I would say not being obsessive. I'd say being rigorous. That's a better word. That's because yeah. I was about to qualify it, saying yeah. not in a bad way, but yeah. that's what rigorous is. Rigorous Rigor. is a, the term for good <laughs> level of obsession. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's an attention to detail, and it and, and it's and also it's commitment to quality as well. Commitment to quality. That's I think the yeah. essence of it. Yeah. Yeah, gentleman's quarterly. Yes, yes, yes darling. Oh, commitment uh, to quality. Yes, I subscribe. And it, and it's funny that I feel like with discipline. We're so quick in this day and age to write it off as obsessive and compulsive. Well, also because uh, punishment has been sort of lumped in with discipline. So has the child been disciplined? Ugh. So therefore, it takes on this other connotation. I love discipline. Mm -hmm. I also love pain. Really? I do. In the service of achieving something or just yes. in general? I'm not afraid of discomfort. Mm-hmm. But discomfort and pain are two very different phenomena. Sure. That a lot of people who are weak, lazy, and a little bit afraid yeah. are are not able to locate the borders between those three things. So if we say that something like if I'm trying to be a gymnastics person, if I'm trying to be a gymnast, mm -hmm. discomfort is my middle name. Mm -hmm. In fact, pain is my last name. My first name, who cares? Right? <laughs> no one's interested. Nobody in nobody's interested, darling. What are your knees doing in that, you know, in that in that double laid out somersault? Are they flexed? Are they straight? You know? Um so, you know, it's like <sighs> If you want to be good at something, you better be able to experience some discomfort and know how how to work through it. Yeah, exactly. To get to the other side, or at least live yeah. with it. It's similar to say like a social anxiety fueled yeah day at a party or something like sure. that. Some people flee, and others just say, "Okay, I'm not comfortable, but I'm not comfortable." That's right. That. Or there's I learned that there's another F word. There's that fight. There's that flight. And oh then yeah. There's the freeze. Oh yeah, freezing. Freezing. But I'm I'm not a freezer. I'm a I'm a frantic I'm a frantic frolicker. Ah. 
I, I like to frolic in the pain. Yeah. Because I like to say, okay, what is this sensation? And then I like, I'm like, okay, I could run, which yeah. I, I'm very good at. I'm the forest gramps of, <laughs> of, of fear. I could run from my pain, but I realized it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily about running from pain. It was running from boredom. Uh huh. God, everything's so boring. So it's more important to run from boredom. Well, it's drop into the boredom and then just be. Oh, okay. Because once you stop and and look and listen inside, oh my God, that is some fascinating shit. And this is when you had to recalibrate. Yeah, I yeah. had to meditate. I had to pray. So the the essence of meditation is, uh, I, there's so many schools of thought on the techniques of meditation because there are schools of Buddhist, just Buddhist meditation, mm-hmm. Mahayana, Theravada, all this stuff. Um, there are all these different schools and branches of uh, thought in terms of the philosophy and the practice and the discipline mm-hmm. of meditation. There's Zen Buddhism um, as well, which is a little bit more rigorous, mm-hmm. a little bit more disciplined or, or, or a little bit more, a little harsher, let's say it's a Japanese uh, lineage, I think. And then, um, but anyways, the, the act of simply sitting down and shutting the fuck up is like, listening to the universe you could say the universe you could say god you could say yourself you could say just nature mm-hmm. but the act of prayer is saying is asking a question <laughs> pleading you know pleading for something it's it's a plea it's a it's an it's a an invitation it's a it's a an exhortation it's a some kind of like help uh-huh. it's a cry you know it can be it could be just a check in it could be like hello uh, moon lady are you up there because I'm struggling right now and then you sit quietly and you listen to the moon lady hey hey, moon lady hey hey, moon lady I'm noticing your deliciously beautiful <laughs> moon surface out there tonight I wonder if you got any advice for me at the crescent time ah, you know, I'm struggling yeah, there you go. I'm struggling. <laughs> you just—I imagine you. This is your. This is the Craig McNeil school of prayer. You sit. You. Uh, you. You. You kneel right by the bed. Uh-huh. You have a um maybe a Coors Light off in the distance, <laughs> and then you have a Yan Key candle a and Yon-Ki hope candle, scented, yeah. and you say, "I'm struggling." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you just summed up the uh, heterosexual lifestyle that and, I yes, adhere to. <laughs> totally, incredibly, unabashedly heterosexual lifestyle. Of course, it's a joke, darling. But um, and then what recently what decriminalized recently, in, in West Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very recently decriminalized homosexual lifestyles. And then I would fly through the rafters. Somehow there are rafters in your apartment. Sure. In a, in a gossamer caftan, and I would yeah. say. <laughs> oh hello yeah oh hello there gregory i didn't realize you were crying for help you wussy wimp man thanks for coming by yeah i'm here to spread your legs <laughs> and you can fly yeah <laughs> um can we have a cigarette yeah let's take it the perfect cigarette time cool while brian and craig are outside they've asked me to relay a few pieces of information to you on their behalf First off, I'd like to say thank you very much for all the lovely notes, comments, and artwork you've been sending their way. Secondly, they said thank you, thank you, thank you, love, love, love to all the lovely iTunes reviews. Please hit subscribe on iTunes, and also, if you are Stitcher, Spotify, or SoundCloud customer, we're there as well. I mean, they're there. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Katya and Craig. Of course, you can find Katya at at Katya underscore Zamo, and Craig at at Videodrome Disco. That's V-I-D-E-O Drone Disco. And now, back to the show. And are we rolling? We are rolling, Oh, we're rolling on a river, darling. Yes, on our merry way. (laughs) (laughs) I love your voice. I'm obsessed. thank you. And I'm not just, I'm not, so we, listeners at home, I'd like you to know the following fact. 
Craig and I are very good friends. Yes. However, there was, I'm going to be honest with you. Sure. During my little break with reality, which is, I I don't mean to downplay this. It was serious. It was very serious. I questioned the virility and the veracity of our friendship. Really? Interesting. I did. And you know why, though? Because I had to get back to Jenny from the block. Uh Uh-huh. You know, don't be fooled by the rocks that I don't have. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still whatever from the wherever. Uh-huh. But I had to go back to Boston. Yeah, and I had to, I had to sort of like, you come to Hollywood, you get chewed up and spit out, as it were. Mm-hmm. I did not get chewed up and spit out. People, and I don't, I don't mean to downplay the because, in lieu, you know, in 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 the wake of all of this craziness going on in Hollywood, yeah. in the last year or so, whatever, yeah. um, people really do get. I mean, they get chewed up and spit out in a very real and traumatizing way and thorough way thorough way and deadly yes deadly i did not that did not happen to me and i'm not trying to say to anybody you know i can't blame like i said before i don't play the blame game i just play the name game yeah it's much more fun it's way more fun kids like it better i blame myself you know like in, in 90210 kelly had to make a very difficult decision do i choose brandon or do i choose dylan mm-hmm. she chose herself that's right that's that's, the, that's what you have to do darling i choose myself that's right darling yes. is it my sanity or is it my wallet no <laughs> uh, why can't it be both <laughs> you know? why can't i have it all yeah i need it all and i needed it yesterday um but i was like is craig really my friend what's going on yeah duh yeah duh well i remember when um you your number didn't work anymore. Yes. And so I, I thought, my number. and I, I was keeping, uh, tabs on you just through, through Blythe. Yeah. Who is assisting you with various endeavors. And, and she is a woman of grace and dignity. Indeed. Yeah. She's terrific. She's terrific. And so I would just check in and, and yeah. ask how's Brian doing? How, yeah. And, and never like, Oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. Oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. You always respected my, you respected my privacy. You respected my health and you yeah. respected our friendship with the utmost care. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, yeah, you yeah. saying that. Well, uh, it's true. I, I mean, the most important thing was that that I didn't were, die. Well, yeah, <laughs> that would be number one, number yeah. one, and number two that you were doing okay. Because yeah. at first, I was just confused as to what, what the hell happened. was going on. That's all right. because yeah. uh, you know, uh, knowing that you'd had issues in the past. Yeah. Anytime there's a sort of break in communication, it's, it's then troubling. you wonder. Yeah. You know, yeah. not not to think up the worst but you just worry you well know. i do i always think of the worst i had um i had this uh really morbid self-reflect i had this morbid kind of defense mechanism back when i was a child when i would go to bed i would uh first one thing i love to do is imagine that certain serial killers were going to come in my room did you have favorite ones i had freddie freddie was my fave okay um i did i got into jason a little bit but my favorite one um, was Santa Claus. Oh, so like Silent Night, Deadly Night Santa Claus? Or, oh, yes. or just general garden variety Santa Claus? No, I'm talking horror Santa. Sure, yeah, yeah. And if anybody, if any production company out there is listening, I would love to produce a movie about Santa Claus. The true nature of Santa Claus? Oh, yes, darling. <laughs> Saint Nick as a Lucifer type fallen from grace. But anyways, um, back on track. I used to imagine if I had a troubling day coming up, or I had any anxiety about what was going to happen the next school day, for example, yeah. or like, a, I would imagine all of the worst case scenarios, mm-hmm. like from the triflingly trivial to the absolutely morbidly destructive and disastrous, uh-huh. you know, like, oh, there's going to be a hurricane, a typhoon, an earthquake. I'm going to lose all my clothes. My uh-huh. my limbs will be uh, disembodied. And then like, 
whirled back at me, beaten unconscious, and then I'll be like kidnapped, and then you know what I mean, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I just imagine everything. I go down the list, and then what happened the next day was like, oh, none of that stuff happened. I'm happy. <laughs> so it's kind of like have no expectations. No, it's expect the worst. Yeah, I was I was gonna say <laughs> and achieve say, the it, mundane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it seems like a great triumph. Yeah, it seems like wow, we got through that. Well, that great job. Yeah. Well, hey. Thanks, woman. Yeah, thanks, lady. Thanks, that lady. was a really Anxiety. that was a really delightful day. Now I can relax and enjoy some of your fine home cooked meals until this evening when I go to bed and worry about all the bad things. That <laughs> yes, I, I think it's pretty common. People think yeah. the worst. I think it's called catastrophizing, disaster planning, or something. Yeah. Like that, yes. Expect the worst. It's also a way to distract yourself. We were talking about this in a way before. Yeah, Yeah. I don't do that anymore though. When I what happens now is when when I go to bed, I like to just go to bed. Mm -hmm. Sounds deceptively simple, doesn't it, Craig? I think you're leaving something out. Well, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you my bedroom routine. I do all the stuff. I sit down in my bed and I just sleep. Uh huh. Do you listen to anything while you go to sleep? I listen to sometimes I listen to a white noise machine uh-huh. um, that's on my phone. Mm-hmm. I put my phone on airplane mode. Okay. Or I just put it on silent. Always. Yeah. I have always have my phone on silent. So what about with alarms? Do you set an alarm on the phone? No. You don't need an alarm though, I right? Don't you need get an up alarm. at five? I get up. I, I pop up around six, give or take okay. about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, these days, and, and, and I, what I like about this podcast is that I have, um, I'm sort of accountable for my, I love to just flap my gums yeah. and tell you what's going on. Like it's always gone on that way. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the case. So, but nowadays, yeah, I, um, I pop up around five thirty six, and I just get up. I just get up, I make my bed and then I just go. Have you ever had times in your life where it not was hard to get out of bed, but it was a little bit of a chore? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, when I hated myself. Uh-huh. I hated everything about myself. I hated my life. Now, um, the world's just too interesting. Do you find that it just helps to just do, as you said before? Like just, yeah. even if you're in a bit of a low mood. You just or, do it. You yeah. gotta go do it. Nike had Nike's in business for a reason. Yeah. You just do it. You just go, get up yeah. out of bed, get ready. You just got to do it. Day. Nancy, Barbara, Stacy, Catherine, Leslie, if you're listening there at home, you just got to do it. Right. You want to lose five pounds, do it. And so you if know? you find that you're just sitting around aimlessly. Sure. Yeah. But then sit around aimlessly. Be aimless. Get into it. Marathon into something. It. Yeah. Mar- marinade. Marinade. You know, like if you can marinade, mar- if you can marinade in your marathon of laziness, yes. I say just be disgusting. But do it full but on. do it. Don't. There's a great expression, like a, a, a kind of a psychobabbly expression that says, "Just be where your feet are." That's not be bad. where your feet are. Sure. Where are your feet, Nancy? Listen now, if you don't have any feet, be right. where your calves are. Or, yeah, and Bear, if you don't, be where your body. Be where your body. Be where the. Be where the relevant limbs are. <laughs> right. You know, be where your head is, as applies to you, but not yeah. your head. Be where your skull is. Okay. Right, because your head is always in the clouds, yeah. or down in the dumps, or or around the corner. Or a week ahead, a week ahead, a week ago. Yeah, that's bad. Or on too. some kind of greener stretch of grass. Ah, ah, the the gentle rolling hills of Ireland. Please visit today. Did um, you find a lot of this stuff was reaffirmed, or you were reminded of it when you were in rehab without the phone and recentering? Yeah, and it was it was uh it was charged when I saw the ghost. The, the ghost said, "Shh." Mm-hmm. And I think what the ghost was trying to tell me, I, I think of it as an angel. Okay. I don't think of it as a demon because I was not, I wasn't scared. I was possessed by a demon. Uh huh. Absolutely possessed by a demon because I started having visions of dead folks. Really? Hanging from trees. Yeah. And, and, and it's not like, that sounds like a morbid, um, fantasy. 
to me, it was a vision of the past uh-huh. where I was, I was kind of mourning this concept of my involvement in as a person on earth. Like, where I was like, what have I done? What am I doing? Where am I going? Where have I been? Yeah. And I, and I, I sort of tapped into all of this really rich um, history that is extremely violent of, of, you know, I used to read books about Russian history. Mm -hmm. I used to read um, books about American history. I don't read anymore. I need to get reading. I need to read more books, but I've read a lot of books. And so I have these flashes of vision of, you know, slaves hanging from trees of, of people shoveled into the gulags, the gulag archipelago in the Soviet Union of, of furnaces in world war two, you know, like I have these horrific visions of these, these imagery. Yeah. Um, that I wasn't there, but I just, these imaginings in my head, because when I read it, I imagined it and it all came flooding back. Mm -hmm. And so nowadays, when I think about structural racism in the United States of America, it's not a hot button topic. It is a traumatic lesson. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's not like, um, these are sins that the country has not collectively paid for. Mm -hmm. We haven't paid for these sins. We haven't, these are, these are horrific events that the culture in the country has not made reparations for Mm -hmm. you know slavery the country is built on slavery but we haven't said hey guys what the fuck collectively (laughs) Uh we are sorry and we're gonna make this right Uh we never did that you know germany that's a different story yeah there's 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 a very serious and grave sense of shame sure that pervades that culture right that that people grow up knowing about the holocaust yeah and we're never there ain't nobody ever gonna forget about that yeah you know but with slavery here you can't find a a, a cohesive curriculum taught in schools mm-hmm. about what happened and why mm-hmm. so that's really disturbing to me in the united states of america but um you know uh, Every culture has its um has baggage. It's, 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 <laughs> Shame. It's, it's bloody baggage and it's and it's horrific, you know, shameful past. Horrific. I think I invented that word, but um, yeah, it's horrific, shameful past. And I have my own past, but it's not about horror and shame. It's about fear. Mm-hmm. And my past is about reconciling the fact that I was afraid of everything. I I had an event where I believed that I died. And Would now, this be the cardiac event? Yeah, yeah. I believe that I died, and then my nervous system was recharged and replenished and rebooted. Yeah. And then now I have no fucking fear. And how do I how do I sort of negotiate that reality in in, in the entertainment business? Oh right. How do you maintain that level headedness in a berserk? It's not even level headedness. It's sort of just a empty headedness. Well. Yeah, but that's not bad though. Whatever no, no, works. No. Yeah, whatever works. But, but who knows if it's going to work? You know, I, I don't even know what I want to do per se right now. I I know I'm an artist, and yeah. I can say that now unironically. Sure. You know, did you always feel before like you were kind of goofing when you said it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I was like, I didn't have it. I didn't have um. Because you know why? Because I felt that although many people appreciated my quote unquote work, and people would use that expression. And in the art world, you know, the art world is a really f- weird place. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's now more than ever, it's in this, I, I, we don't even know what is going on with art right now. So, you know, who makes money? Who is beautiful? Who makes beautiful things? Who makes things that are provocative? Who makes money? It's all wrapped up in this like bizarrely nebulous, instantly 
recognizable and in in marketable but not marketable and lucrative but not lucrative ever changing marketplace of like value and not value and truth and not truth it's like what the fuck is even art in america or it's what is art globally because it's now it's a global marketplace it has been for a long time but it's like who the hell has the right to call themselves an artist unironically there's two ways of thinking about that right anyone who actually makes art can call themselves an but artist. But then what the fuck is art, Craig? Well, yeah, but I was going to say the other uh, aspect of it is um, similar to musicians who can call themselves professional musicians or not. Yeah. Professional being you make money from it. Well, right. Professional, yeah. And that's all that means. Like, I always get tickled when people say, well, girl, I'm a professional. It's like, honey, if you sell corn on the street and make $5, you're a professional. Sure. You know, and that th- that is not to malign the names of lovely corn sellers, by the way. No, of course please. not. No. But there's I, amateur corn sellers. There's and amateur they can't corn be... sellers and they don't know how to make manage their business um by that definition of if we're going to talk about you know we people you could say i'm an artiste darling mm. and then people are like yeah your work sucks but that's critics yeah so there's always going to be someone who there's says your always going to be a crit- yeah exactly and and usually any artist worth his salt is going to be his own worst critic i know that's a cliche but um but some cliches are that they're because there they're for true. a reason yeah. yeah and and if we're going by success and by monetary value and by acclaim well then, yeah, bitch, I've been a fucking artist, mm-hmm. and I'm—I don't really have any bones about saying that now. Yeah, um, well, that's I'm not, good. Yeah, I, I think yeah, thank you. I'm I'm glad about it because I I just don't like I've always been very wary of people who say like for example, um, if I'm in an Uber, uh-huh. I I'm always like okay, I take Ubers a lot or sure. Lyfts or, or or cabs. I've been um I get driven around for money, um, <laughs> and uh, you know I'm not rich, but like I I I do I don't drive. I I, I can drive. I just don't have i don't own a car because it doesn't make sense for me right now so i take a lot of um rides and um you know i love to chat with the people sure and and this is how i'm learning spanish now because it's too easy um it's too easy to get a free sort of spanish lesson if you're a friendly fucking person sure okay and so estoy tratando de aprender español um and uh i don't know much of it yet but uh so anyways as i say what do you do for work and i say i've never said well i'm an artist because then they're like oh what do you do yeah and i say oh well i uh, well, well, that's always the catch too. Like, for uh, instance, if you're at, at a fundraiser or something, and someone asks you what you do, if you don't say what you do, or whatever it is, even if it's a made-up thing, with confidence, they don't believe exactly. you. Exactly. So I say, oh, I'm an entertainer, and yeah. but it depends on my mood okay. because I've never said I'm a comedian. Sure. Oh, that is the worst thing to do. You never say you're a comedian because then they're like, oh my God, tell me a joke. <laughs> and then I say, this is the joke. It, my, this is from my friend, Kristen Joyce. She told it to me years and years and years ago. She just had a baby. Congratulations, Kristen. Congratulations, Kristen. But um, she said, uh, this is so gross. And I'm not going to attribute the joke to her because I think we heard it from somebody else. However, here she goes. was passing along. She was passing along a filthy and disgusting joke. Sure. Um, what did the gay necrophiliac say about his ex-lover? What? That rotten asshole split on me again. <laughs> Isn't that disgusting? That's vile. It's vile, darling. It's wretched and rotten and yes. gutted. Mm, only, only tell that at the country club, dude. Don't say uh, Darling, it's uh, the heel monster of locker room humor. Yes, keep it away from the dinner party. Thank oh, you. what's next? What course are we having? Um, but yeah, the <laughs> Komodo a dragon. Mm-hmm. This is a Komodo dragon, darling. Mm, a little yes. bit tough, but it's, uh, it's, yeah. dude, it's passable. Uh, I'll take the steak tartar out in the garage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but it's, you know, you just, uh, it depends on what I say. Like, sometimes I should say, oh, I'm an actor. Uh-huh. And they say, oh, what have you been in? And I say, oh, well, these three things. Yeah. Like, oh, I never heard of it. And then we stop talking. Yeah. And that's great because everybody in Hollywood is an actor. Sure. And if you say, like, what do you do? Oh, I, I help people. 
<laughs> and they're like, oh, well, you yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say, 1.1 mil on Instagram. And then they say, oh my God, well, I have a podcast, you know, and then like, you know, and it's this whole pissing contest. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, it can go. It's a funny thing when people ask you what you do. Sometimes people are genuinely interested and sometimes sure. they're just looking for a way to outclass you. Yes, or 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 get something from you. Yeah, that's true but too. But see, I love that. I say rob me, darling. <laughs> because I'm unrobable. Yeah, well that's true. People can't take they can't or take anything steal from your you. shit if no. you don't let them. No, of course not. And I actually had for a very short time back when I was a hooker, I was robbed a couple times. Um I, I, but actual straight up robbing, like cash. Oh, stolen. cash stolen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the twist, though. Y'all wanted a twist. Cash stolen and then delivered. I was paid with my own money. Can I tell this story? Please, yeah. Oh because we didn't really get it. Last week, okay. we talked a little bit about how you went um, into a hooking career after yes. a long, long dry spell yes. uh, so, in your 20s. Yeah, yes. No, I'm just sort of yeah, backing oh, yeah, you're up backing to up. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then now you're, in, in for the story, you are hooking for how long? Um, I'm a couple months into it. Okay. So I had a year of hooking. After okay. a long year of hooking, darling. Yes. Um, thank you, Kennedy Davenport. Um, so I, I took a trick. Now I wiggled. Uh, so I was down in the bar. And this is where I would do a show, like say on a Wednesday night. I okay. believe it happened on a Wednesday night. This old grandpa, he was probably in his 60s. Mm-hmm. Very wiry young man. <laughs> old man. I was going to say. Yeah, but he had, the, he had the energy of a young man. He had the body of a grandpa. Gotcha. He was turnt. <laughs> this Gramps was turnt. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was crunk and lit. Crunk Gramps. Crunk Gramps was turnt and lit, and he wanted... He wanted to rummage around in my toolbox. I see. Okay. Yes. So he said, hey, lady, wh- how much do I get for a roll in the hay? <laughs> and I said, well, darling, that's going to cost you, I don't know, $200. Mm-hmm. And he said, I've got a hundred. What'll that get me? And I was like, Ugh, follow me, darling. And so we go up to my apartment. Which, just to remind listeners, you only did in-calls, never I did uh, Never out-calls, darling. I'm not... A slut. I'm a whore. <laughs> no, so I um I don't like I don't travel in drag because girl, really, no. Yeah. Click clack on those cobblestones in Boston. It's not a cute look. No, and also it's not safe. No, and other, uh, it's not even that it's not safe for me. I never felt unsafe. It's just that it's inconvenient. When well, also the probability of risk on an out call is significantly higher. It's significantly higher. And if you're listening at home, I don't mean to downplay. I mean, listen, the life of a transsexual or transvestite hooker is fraught. With threats of violence. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not trying to like sugarcoat it, but my, I'm, I'm, I am going to sugarcoat it because my experience was sugary. <laughs> okay. And people, people do deserve to know that prostitution is not a death sentence. Right. You know, and, and, and prostitution is illegal. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. So maybe that'll deter you if you want to be deterred, but also be safe about it if you're going to do it. Cause honey, it's the oldest profession in the book. If you want to be deterred, be deterred. Yeah. Be deterred, darling. Be deterred. Be, be proudly deterred. Oh, I didn't see what you were doing there. And now I do. Darling. You're a piece of shit, darling. No, I'm not. I'm just deterred. <laughs> That's Rue's laugh. Do you hear that? She, oh, does yeah, that, that was. <laughs> I, I that steal the, people's laughs. That's the Philadelphia deterred. Yes. I think. The, the, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh my gosh. I do laugh like Rue because I listen to her podcast. Well, I steal her laugh. Influences influence. Yeah. I so, love Rue. Thank you, Rue. I love you. So <laughs> Crunk Gramps. Crunk Gramps was 
he was lit and turned. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Um, he was trying to rummage around in my toolbox, as I said. And then, so we get up into my apartment. I have a stack of ones. Now, this is where uh, this is where all the hookers who are listening are be like, "Girl, what the fuck was wrong with you?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Girls, I am sorry, but I was, I was, you know, I was, a, I was a fledgling young prostitutka." And I was, I didn't, I didn't negotiate the sort of topic of coin right at the top of the show. Oh, okay. Which is that you get the money first, ho. Yeah. You get the money first, bitch, before they walk in the dough. And you work out all the terms. You work out the terms. You say, this is on the menu. So gotcha. what I would, and I, it, it does bear, it does, uh, let me tell you what I, what I do do. Do do. Do do. Um, and what do-do-do-do-do. I should do. do. Yeah. Do do That's comedy. That's funny. Oh my God. Is that Dee Dee? No, honey. That's do do. Do do deterred. She's the new girl on the block. The nude girl. The nude girl in the nude girl in town. Yeah. That's it. So, anyways. What I would do is I would I would organize my thing online, mm-hmm. but oftentimes I would I would solicit in person because I love to read somebody. I love to get a sense of what their energy is, and yeah. what they want to do. Sure, absolutely, because I love the flirt, I love the chase, I love the game. Would there be any times where when you were reading them in person, you'd think, uh, no. "Oh, absolutely." Okay, that's a big part. Absolutely, of it then, yeah. yeah. And the first time, oh my gosh, I came. This is all. It's all coming back to me, like mm-hmm. Celine had talked about. <laughs> um, the first time, the accidental hooker. Oh. So this was a guy who came into the bar and he was in his business suit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he was looking for trouble. Yeah. Because when they're coming after work, they want a quick Jack and Coke and they want to get into some business. <laughs> and um, this guy came up and he was turnt, crunk, and lit. TCL. Ugh. TLC. TLC. Yes. And he wanted it from me. Uh-huh. Hello. And so I brought him upstairs and he had some business on his ding-a-ling. Oh. Oh yes, God! You're, you're talking about some kind of. Growth? I'm some. I'm some talking about some kind of sexually transmitted infectious disease ah, that presented itself as a sore. He was not a stud, darling. He was a stid. <laughs> um, and it's presented as some kind of sores, ah. some kind of some kind of schmutz and schmaltz on yeah. the dingaling. So what I did is like, oh, honey, I will not go downtown, Julie Brown. Yeah. on that thing. Yeah, but you know. I'll wiggle a little. Sure. I'll give you a little peep show. Yeah. And he jacked it while I was like, ah, ah, <laughs> Free to fries. And then, so I did that and, and, and he left $40 tucked into my pillowcase, huh. but I didn't know it was a trick. Oh, I thought it was okay. just a little bit of a. Yeah, a little bit of fun. Yeah, so yeah. I, I brought him upstairs. I was like, I'm feeling frisky. Yeah. So I was going to just give him a blowjob. Yeah, yeah. Just until, for free. Sure. But then he put $40 on the dresser, but it was c- tucked into my little couch cushions. And I yeah. said, dun, 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 I'm a hooker. <laughs> and then the, the, the rest is herstory. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for the book. It's coming. Um, hopefully. And uh, yeah, so it was great. But the the Gramps. Yeah. He took money off of my dresser to pay me with $40 and then had the audacity to look into my pretty blue eyes and say, I'll be back for the rest. Uh, like, I'll go to the ATM now. And do you want to know the, the extent of my depraved naivete, Gregory? Please. I waited at the door for him. Oof, how long? Like 40 minutes. Oh. It was so... It was so humiliating. Sure. It you realized so, about, what, minute 15 that you're probably not going to see him? I I don't know. I waited a little longer. Yeah, I, was, well. I was like, well, maybe he's just got lost. 
Yeah, maybe he got lost. <laughs> maybe he got lost on his way back to Oz. <laughs> maybe he clicked his shoes just four times and and didn't it didn't yeah 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 I don't know it was I was like son of a bitch and then the, the I was so afraid of confrontation at that point that mm-hmm. I was like I was like well <laughs> maybe I was thinking all sorts of things cut to the next scene same guy mm-hmm. six months later comes into the bar comes right up into my face for another round doesn't even know it's me <laughs> that's how crunk turned and lit he yeah was. yeah that seemed to be his uh yeah Turned, being... lit, and crunk. Thank you very much, Barbara. Please bring the facts. So what happened when he reappeared? I said, no. That's all. But I didn't... I, I wanted to sock it to him. And I also wanted to say, where's my 60 bucks, bitch? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, where's my 100? Yeah. Because he, well, he owed me the full, yeah, full fantasy. Yeah, paid you with your own money. Pay me with my own money, mama. Pay me with my own money. Gramps, if you're out there listening. Oh, uh, can I tell you what I did to him? Yeah, please. This, uh, this is where it gets a little sordid. Okay. This is where... We it, can deal with now, that. Now, children, if you're at home... I want you to go to bed because the reason that I did not get all huffy and puffy was that I ate this grandpa's ass <laughs> and I came before he did. Oh, oh well, shit. there you go. I ate this grandpa's ass like it was my last meal on earth. <laughs> so, and everyone, I loved it. It was yeah. depraved and lecherous and, and lewd and lascivious. And I said, ah, <laughs> I'm gonna eat this grandpa's ass because it was clean. Ah, okay. He had a clean grampy ass. He was crunk, said, turned, and lit, but clean. But clean. He was crunk, turned, and clean, serene, so nasty and so mean. <laughs> I ate his ass. Yes, I did. And I said, ow. And I came. So I saw he conquered <laughs> the wallet. Yeah. You know, but it was it was cute. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was fun. I mean, I would never do it again, though. Well, because right. I'm not a, I'm not I'm not about eating free grampy. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> but who does that? All that. Well, nobody. Who, also, who would have list that? Um, you know, I'm into long walks on the beach and, and eating, eating clean, clean grampa. grandpa ass. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? Grandpa ass got to get ate. Yeah. Someone's got to eat it. Someone's got to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. Everybody. Listen, you love a grandpa out there. You raise your hand. Oh, hello, Sarah. How are you today? <laughs> wave for us, Sarah. Yeah. Wave. Oh, darling, you're. You look great without those glasses. Mm. Wonderful. Oh, Lord. Get new frames and you'll be fine. <laughs> so you Ask never... your doctor if eating clean... T- <laughs> Wait, no. Ask your doctor if eating clean, crunk, turned and lit grandpa asses for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check into it first. There might be side effects that there you're may, not looking at yeah, right there now. Might be, there might be cataracts and glaucoma coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> those are communicable, I think. Yes, they are not. Oh! You, so you never made that mistake again with leaving the money out. Hell to the motherfucking no, bitch. How soon after that happened did you realize that you had been paid with your own money? Oh, frighteningly too long. I oh, mean, okay. I'm such a dumbass. I, when I make a mistake, I like to go full hog. <laughs> I like to just make all the mistakes in the book. Like you said, you want to just do. do Let's it. do it. Let's, we're going to do it wrong. Let's do it wrong all night. Really wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. then you learn. That's and then true. you're like, oh my gosh. It's, you know, they say insanity is repeating the same things and expecting different results. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I changed up my game real quick, yeah, real yeah, fast. Yeah. And so what I don't do is when I'm a hooker, when, when I was a hooker, let's be honest, um, when I, when I was a hooker, I didn't like to use illegal drugs mm-hmm. because it just, it, it, you don't want to be under the influence of, um, a narcotic that is going to, that's going to jeopardize your safety. Right. Cause it can cloud your it judgment. Clouds your judgment and it also clouds your ability to literally see Right. and feel and hear yeah and if something should happen to you that motherfucking trick is not gonna call the police Mm-mm. and he's not gonna call the ambulance no he's gonna bounce and you are going to die and also your 
ability to detect danger is 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 weakened and also your ability to say yes no maybe and what the fuck are you doing is in in extreme flux Mm -hmm. did you ever have someone uh up at your place and then start to get a sense that maybe they were a little dangerous or anything like that never so you you would figure that out before going yeah and and the thing is is that you know it depends on who you are, how you operate, where you live, what you got going on, what you're trying to do. There's a whole host of factors that go into being a small businesswoman, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's about careful vetting. Yeah. You have to say, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Where, where the fuck are you? Are where, When are you coming over? And what the fuck do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And this is how fucking much. But you got to watch out for that because there's entrapment. Oh, okay. Did you ever have any? No. Okay. I have fucked many cops, though. Oh, okay. Many cops, not for money. Uh, just no, for the, I, just no, for the, I, I fucked a few for money. Yeah. 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 Mostly but, for glory. Mostly for glory. Yeah. Mostly for glory. We say glory. Oh, glory. Glory. Yeah. yeah mostly for glory. See, I'm just learning. Oh. Yeah. Of gods and glory. Uh, yes. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I had a, um, there was a canine cop once. His name was Vinny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, his, uh, he was a canine cop. He had a dog in his car when he came up in <laughs> full uniform with a gun strapped to him and he pulled out his wiener through his fly. Wow. He didn't even do me the justice or the, or the, he didn't even give the, the courtesy, darling, of pulling down his trousers yeah. because, of course, the gun was there. But um, but he didn't even unbutton. He just unzipped and the wiener came out and she was small, mama. <laughs> she was small. See, that's surprising to me because uh, when you were first telling that story, I thought, well, OK, he must have been heavily endowed or well oh, no. endowed. It, because basically, if someone's not that well endowed, you'd think that they'd want to remove any layer of clothing or any kind of that's a very good point any barriers to the side yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly they want to get right to the base of the issue yeah 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 (laughs) exactly but no and also i do not suck wieners when it's just peeping out through it with a pant zipper because you could get you could get your lip caught in that zipper. that's true yeah yeah you can't deep throat a zipper (laughs) no thank you very much barbara please undo those pants well yeah because you have to also then sort of be thinking about things you don't want to be thinking about while you're in the act of and also i'm thinking about the, the canine in his car that's true. Get yeah. back to was your it dog, a hot Mary. Summer day, or was it? No, it no. was a cold summer night. What was Boston? It was. It was. It was a cold winter's night. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah, but I got chased by the UPS man once. Oh, How yes, did that I did. Happen? I was walking home from another club, down to just trot, trot, trotting along on the cobblestones, uh-huh. like I do, like as a woman does. And I was uh, walking home one night by myself. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, this fucking UPS truck, literally just screeched i mean he was coming at me yeah he wanted the bus okay he wanted the toolbox uh-huh. he wanted it yesterday he wanted it all he wanted it all they all want the doll <laughs> and um and uh so and he and i i was like what the fuck i mean he wanted to employ my services he had a package to maneuver he, yes he did darling and he did i don't know if he had a, por- a purse to throw at me but he um <laughs> i just I, I booked it went in my thing and he knocked on my door for a good 20 minutes wow that's yep. amazingly aggressive aggressive and also scary well yeah absolutely yeah you know but, at that point you're not going to open the door after 10 no. minutes oh well you've been persistent yeah so you've you're been rewarded. persistent so where do you want to talk terms now he's going to lunge at me and he's going to try to get into my little candy jar mm-hmm. no you know you seem to be a sensible patron because you're you chased me with your vehicle yeah. and now you're knocking on my door so yeah. you win next time you want to get that aggressive make sure i'm out of the house throw a brick into my window with a couple of 50s attached to it and a <laughs> note that says i got more of these 50s yeah and also i know a window guy <laughs> yeah you need to know the window guy yeah <laughs> yeah you need to have a Oh repair God. plan yeah jesus christ barbara please i do love a persistent gentleman caller yeah because they they show up 
So how persistent? Define persistent because well, persistent is hello. Are you there? Hello, are you ready? Hello, oh. can I come over? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Give your dick to me. Give it to me. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh my god. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, you can give your dick to the laundry. You can give your head to the cook. Whatever. It is. Uh, Barbara Marquet. What did you say? So uh, no, but uh, I wonder if we can get Barbara Marquet on the podcast. Barbara, Barbara, please. Bar- please, Barbara. Please, We're your Barbara. Biggest fans. We are your biggest, most lewd and lascivious fans. And for listeners, uh, I'm sure you Hello. know if you're listening to this. Barbara Marquet, of course, is the songstress uh, no, known for Give Your Dick to Me and It's All Right to Fuck All Night. And it's okay to suck all day. That's true. And that is the baseline of my operational activity mm-hmm. you go start there and then move upwards yeah it's all right to fuck all night because yeah. it is all right it's uh, not okay but it's all right <laughs> um and it's okay and but it's not all right no. to fuck all day suck all day sorry suck all day yeah. yeah yeah so the the borders between what is okay and all right become porous when it involves fucking and sucking that's right yeah <laughs> especially on the clean versions of those songs yeah, oh hello yeah <laughs> <laughs> but america put on your dancing yeah, shoes put on your dancing shoes the, it's, it, we've had enough of all that pilgrim jive yeah because they're dead and we're alive that's right exactly <laughs> exactly words to live by oh my god well craig i need a cigarette okay that's that's fair okay. that's a fair deal okay. all right uh, yeah, we'll be, uh, you know, this might be the end of episode one for this you week. You think so? I mean, episode no, I, three, episode for God's three. sakes. I cannot believe it's already been three episodes. I know. I would like to politely encourage you to live in the light of Christ. And that's a metaphor. I just want you to be joyful, radiant, and gifted like you already are. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I'll take that on. I'll consider it over the break. Okay. And, uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll see you soon, listeners. We'll see you soon. It's whimsically volatile. Oh, <laughs> Bye. Hello. I am better than a machine. I am better than a machine. Hello. Do you?